In Mark chapter 4, Jesus says, verse 3, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. So it didn't bring any forth any fruit. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, and it yielded fruit, and brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some an hundredfold. As a new Christian in 1975, I saw this, and I wanted to bear fruit. And I realized that some bear no fruit. So I began thinking about this parable constantly. Jesus explains it as we go on to verse 14. The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. It's almost like New Year's resolutions. If you make those New Year's resolutions, almost immediately something will come along to cause you to break your New Year's resolution. Almost immediately when the word is sown in your heart, Satan will come along to try to make you doubt that word. To try to make you think that really isn't the case. That really won't happen. God won't provide for you. This is not what will happen. You're going to have to do this yourself. Get out there and do such and such. Something will come to try to steal that word away from you. How do you keep that from happening? Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. You meditate day and night on that word, thinking about it, thinking about how to apply it to your life so that you can get that word deep inside you where it can have the root inside you that's necessary for you to obey the word when the temptation comes. So it's meditating on the word of God so that you may do it. Joshua 1, 8. So to counteract Satan stealing the word, you have to keep the word in front of you day and night thinking about it and thinking about ways to do the word and then do that word that makes it more solid where it won't be stolen away from you. 
It may take you one day or two days or six months or a year, but if you keep that word in front of you until you can do the word and then you apply it to your life, it becomes a part of you. Verse 16, And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately they receive it with gladness, but they have no root in themselves. And so they endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And often they turn from doing the word. I gave a message to a man at our church one time. He had confessed to me that he had a problem concerning going to bars after church. And this man was a Bible teacher. And I felt I heard from God what to tell him. So I said, before you go to the bar, sit down and write a teaching to me and send it to me, mail it to me. He did that for about six days, and then he stopped doing it. He said, as I was leaving to go to the bar, I would sit down and write you a Bible message, a teaching. But he said, I found when I did that, I didn't want to go to the bar. He did it for about six days and then stopped. Let's look at this portion of Mark 4 once again. When they've heard the word, they immediately they receive it with gladness. But they have no root in themselves. And so endure, but for a time afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. Verse 18, And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. You have to have a deep understanding that nothing is as valuable as the word that you have heard from God. Nothing is to interfere with that. My mother had a dream about me. She said, I came to see them, and I came in a huge van, and that I was circling that van, watching it, protecting it. I knew that was the ministry. You don't let anything interfere with your ability to do the ministry when you are called by God to do a ministry. You keep a close eye on anything and anyone that would interfere with your work 
and you protect the ministry at all times. And if someone drains you and interferes with your ability to do the ministry, then you must deal with that person in an appropriate way to protect the ministry. You're always protecting the ministry. And verse 20, And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word and receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some an hundred. That which is sown on good ground, you have to keep your heart right with God. You are constantly protecting your heart and that which goes into your heart, making it conform to the Word of God. And if it doesn't conform to the Word of God, you uproot that from your heart by turning to God in prayer and asking Him to uproot it from you and to close the door on that. And you deal with it properly, not putting yourself in a position where you hear words that would lead you away from the Word of God. So it's a constant protecting of the Word of God that we do. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you.